So why'd you get that gym membership anyway? What is up, people? Jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build some damn confidence. And today, we're talking about why you even got a gym membership to begin with. <laughs> Let's begin. So, a few months ago, you got a gym membership. Maybe it was sometime around the beginning of the new year. And you got it at just a, a regular old gym, or it could have been here, it could have been anywhere. And you signed up at the gym, and you were super excited. So in the first, in the beginning few weeks and few months, you really buckled down. You're like, I'm gonna go work out. You got yourself new clothing, you got yourself new outfits. You know, you were all about exercising and taking better care of yourself. Hell, you even posted it on Instagram. So you posted a little selfie of yourself in the gym, maybe lifting a weight or a little booty pick, whatever the case might be, looking swole, looking fit, or trying to get there uh, over some time in that picture, right? And you let all your friends and family know that now this is the new you. You just do the fitness thing. The old you is gone, the new you is here. You feel better and you wanna look better and you really want to hit that fitness goal you've always wanted for your life. A few months into it, something comes up. Maybe you get a little bit distracted and you, maybe something does come up like where you have like some scheduling conflicts so you don't make it in the gym here and there and uh, you never really recover from that. So you never quite get back on your feet from that time that you missed and you show up every now and then and you still post motivational pictures of yourself working out or uh, motivational memes or fitness memes because fitness is still a part of your life, kind of, but you don't really commit and you're kind of sort of showing up but kind of sort of not and you know one thing leads to another and you start thinking to yourself you know why do i even have this gym membership to begin with i mean now i've got all these obligations and i barely even make it in and you should be thinking this i mean why would you spend all this money on a membership that you're not even using please uh you know like really think about this i mean you're not using it so you should probably cancel that gym membership you ran into this article online when you were on Facebook that was all about how the fitness industry doesn't even have, or that gyms don't even have the proper equipment to meet the needs of each and every person that's in there. Meaning that if everybody showed up to the gym, that signed up for the gym, at the same time, the gym would be crowded and there wouldn't be enough equipment and that gym owners know that and that they don't provide enough equipment for people to use it with the anticipation that most people won't be in the gym and won't actually use those gym memberships. Those blood suckers, right? Those gym people just wanting to take your money and uh, you're not, not even thinking about you whatsoever. So let's go ahead and cancel your membership right now. <laughs> or we could do this. We could take a quick second here and let me ask you something. Why did you get that gym membership anyway? What was the initial reason that you decided to come in to the gym and start working out? And you know, it turns out that I remember because I hear people's reasons all the time. And so, you know, some of them are things like this. So, you know, at the beginning of the new year, a lot of people, you know, just had the holiday season. It was Thanksgiving. It was Christmas. And maybe they overindulged or really particularly what happens is that usually that's photo time and that is family photo time. And for a lot of people, this is a little devastating. They try not to take photos, they try to be the person behind the camera, but sooner or later, you're gonna show up at somewhere and someone's gonna be like, 
Cassandra, hop in front of the camera with the family and squeeze in, and you're trying to find the cousin that you can stand behind so that they don't see, so that all anybody sees is your face. You don't see your body. Or suddenly you turn into the photographer, right? You turn into the person who's taking the pictures because you don't want to see yourself. And, you know, while I'm all for people loving themselves no matter where they're at in their life, I'm not saying that people should hide. Uh, I also do think that if you want to resolve some weight issues and stuff like that, there's nothing wrong with that. So I just want you to know that I'm not body shaming here. I'm just saying that, you know, if you've got a little bit more to love and this isn't like a body dysmorphia kind of thing, I mean, you really do have that. And, you know, it's like health, a health issue that yeah, you should want to lose weight. And that's the reason why you came in today. Or for many people, that's the reason is they come in thinking about that Christmas photo that's up on Instagram that they just want to to go away, right? It's up on their cousin's page, on their cousin's Instagram page. It's that family photo that you can't wait to get rid of. And so at the beginning of the year, that's really fresh in your mind. That, that Those ideas are really fresh in your mind. The feeling of having carrying that extra weight is something that really is really bothering you because it's so present. Or maybe the reason that you came in is because you went in because for a routine checkup with your doctor, your doctor weighed you, your doctor took your blood pressure and said, hmm, you know, Carlos, your blood pressure is a little bit high. And, uh, you know, we should bring you in and take some blood work. You come in, you take some blood work, and the doctor tells you, listen, if we don't lose a few pounds and lower your cholesterol, we're going to have to put you on blood thinners. We're going to have to put you on cholesterol medication so that you don't potentially have a heart attack or, you know, a stroke or something like that if we don't get your health in check and you know get you to lower your cholesterol and lose some weight. And so I'm gonna give you three months to lose that weight or six months to improve and if we see some improvements, you won't go, have to go on it. And by the way, some of the side effects of taking pills to help with your cholesterol are hair loss and uh, you know there's other you know unhealthy stuff, it's tough on your liver, things like that. So you might wanna try to resolve this. And so you remember, Carlos, you remember that you're grandfather had heart problems. He actually had a stroke, which left him kind of screwed up. Um, and your dad, he had some mini heart attacks recently, and he's pretty young. He's only in his uh, 40s, uh, late 40s or 50s, I should say. Uh, we'll say mid 50s, yeah, because this person's probably in their uh, late 30s or 40s. So maybe like late 50s. Your dad and your dad had these little heart attacks, and he's never been able to resolve his health issues. And this is something that's preventable. So all you have to do is get in the gym and take care of it so that you don't possibly have a heart attack or a stroke. Uh, you know, then there's another situation. Maybe someone is pre-diabetic and the doctor tells them, look, we're going to have to put you on diabetes medication. This isn't so great for you. You know, if you lose a few pounds and you start eating a little bit better and exercising, maybe you won't have to take this diabetic medication. You have family members who have issues with diabetes. You know that there are all sorts of potential problems that you could have. You, hell, could even have your toes amputated. You have a family member who's had that happen or you know of somebody who's had that happen just because they couldn't resolve their weight loss and they couldn't eat better. And so all you have to do is get in the gym and start eating better, right? But the further you get away from the day that you signed up, the easier it is to start to forget all of these things. It's easier to start to forget like, oh yeah, the reason that I started was because I don't like the way that I look or I'm not comfortable in my body or I find that I'm tired or you know I'm pre-diabetic or I have high cholesterol. All these things start to dissipate and you start to forget about it because they feel like a distant idea. And uh, my question to you is, are those things important to you? 
is it important to you to want to lose some weight, to be a little bit more fit, to take better care of your body, to feel good when you see yourself in a picture? And you know, real quick, I'm not trying to body shame here whatsoever. This is a very subjective thing. If you have any body issues, uh, if you hate yourself, if you have anorexia, bulimia, or anything like that, trigger warning, we're talking a little bit about body image stuff, that's a separate topic. What I'm talking about is somebody who rightfully has gained some weight and knows they need to lose it, okay? Uh, so please, if that makes you uncomfortable, hop off the podcast right now. But if you are the person who knows that you gained like 20 or 30 pounds as an adult that you really should not have on your body or you feel uncomfortable about, you know, is that important to you? If it's not, that's okay. I mean, you can stay right where you're at. That's 100% perfectly fine. We can end that gym membership right now and I don't even worry about it. You know, why be subjective, subject, subject to, you know, the image standards that we have in society, right? If you got a little bit more to love and you're happy with that, by all means, stay that way. If you're not though, if it does mean something to you, if you think that when you get invited to that destination wedding in the Cayman Islands uh, or whenever your birthday comes up or whenever any of these events come up where people are taking photos in large groups, if you feel like you can stand to, or if you feel like you are not gonna like what you see when you see your photo, then you have an obligation to yourself to resolve it and fix it. And that is the reason why you started this whole thing to begin with. That is your reason why. And if it's important to you, you should go for it. If you have high cholesterol, if you run the, the risk of having a heart attack, having a stroke, I mean, to me, this would be a no-brainer. Uh, but sometimes people don't understand how severe that can be, you know, uh, because it hasn't happened yet. Uh, if you are scared of having a heart attack and you've got that running in your family, you should take care of yourself. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't realize that until they have the heart attack or they have the stroke. And even then, a lot of people struggle to change that habit. So, you know, if you're okay with, you know, potentially having those health issues, even if a doctor's warned you, if you're okay with taking, you know, blood thinners and medication and all the side effects that go along with that, I mean, you know, by all means, hop off the channel right now. If you're not, then you owe it to yourself to fix that. Same thing in the case of the diabetes. And so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you care about these things, then my recommendation is three things. And that is that we go ahead and we first start off by planning better. Part of the reason you fell off is because you probably didn't have a defined goal and a defined time frame and a defined way to get there. So a good way to do this is to have realistic goals and to have someone, if you're not in the, the health industry, have someone help you. Now, you don't have to do that. You can use lots of free resources. You can use MyFitnessPal for weight loss. You're going to have to do a lot of research. Or you can hop online and learn about like what healthy weight loss is. You can find you know, plans and you can also find routines and workouts. We offer free stuff online that can help you. Now, if you want someone to narrow things down with you and to make them specific and you want a really comprehensive plan, it would be better if you got in with a trainer. Don't like me, don't like this uh, total body training, then you can go somewhere else. There are lots of people out there who can offer you know, great experiences that will help you, uh, great information that can help you. So what you're gonna want is a clearly defined goal, which would be something like this. I want to lose 30 pounds. And you know, I would like to lose them by this time. And we wanna make sure that that time is realistic. And you know, 
Having a trainer or somebody who is a nutritionist specifically or a dietitian, they can help you figure out what that time frame should be or roughly what that time frame should be. You're going to want to be flexible, but you're going to want to have a rough idea. Now, we don't want you know, quick fixes or anything like that. We want something that's realistic and something that's healthy and we want a defined time frame. Now this freaks some people out. Some people think, well, I'll get there if I get there and you know, eventually it'll happen. But the thing is, is if you kind of sort of do it and you say eventually this will happen, chances are you're not really narrowing down the goal and you're not going to achieve it. I don't know of anybody who has achieved it by just kind of, you know, trying. It doesn't, it doesn't exactly work that way. Maybe you make it part of the way, so you lose a few pounds and you see some good results, but hitting the big long-term goal is going to take some careful planning. So we need to make sure that we're planning better and that we've got realistic goals and having a trainer and having a nutritionist or having a nutrition plan. You don't even need a nutritionist to do that. We offer nutrition plans uh, from a nutritionist, so you don't need to work one-on-one -on -one with someone. Uh, will help you because you'll have it set and you'll know what you're going for and you'll know if you're improving. Now, the next thing on here is you're going to want to review your goals daily and you're going to want to review your whys frequently. So what do I mean by that? Uh, there is a book called Think and Grow Rich. It's a corny name, but the information in there is useful. But essentially, it just there's, there's an idea in there that if you've got some kind of monetary goal or personal goal, that you need to write it down and have it in a visible place. I strongly believe in the power of doing this. I believe in reviewing that daily and reviewing that either in the morning or reviewing that before you go to bed or both. Now, some people might say this is obsessive. I don't agree with that. I think that, uh, or you know what, if it is obsessive, so be it, right? You are obsessed maybe with achieving your goal and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't let anybody tell you that there's anything wrong with being really dedicated and wanting to do something. The only people who will call you obsessed are people who are struggling to achieve their goals themselves. That's, that's really it. Or people who are struggling to understand the importance of this really powerful tool. Because what you're doing or what you'll do is let's say you want to lose 20 pounds, okay? You write that down. I want to lose 20 pounds. You read that in the morning, okay? And if you do this, it's going to dictate, hopefully, slowly but surely, the way that you think about your day. So hopefully, after you've read this daily, or as you read this daily, the moment that Karen shows up in the office with a cupcake that you know you aren't supposed to eat right now in your nutrition plan, you will be like, oh, no, I'm good. Because you're teaching yourself what you need and ingraining it in your brain. Uh, there's a lot of psychology that goes into this. You know, I'm not a therapist. I'm not going to go into it. There's a lot of evidence that suggests that if you are reminding yourself about what you're doing and why you're doing it, that you're more likely to stick to your goal. So the more that you read, I want to lose weight, I want to lose these 20 pounds, the more armed you are for when you run into a temptation and you see that as a conflict of interest. You see, oh no, uh, the, Karen, I'm good. I, I don't I don't need the, the cupcake, right? It's going to help you. The less likely you are to skip out on the gym membership because your brain's going to go, oh yeah, I've got to lose those 20 pounds. Now, this isn't like, you know, isn't going to work the first day. It's going to take some time because you're going to need to ingrain this new habit and this new way of thinking and framing your life around your goals uh, into your brain. But over time, if you read your goals daily, it'll help you. I've used this method. It's part of how I built my company. I remember that I had to go and live with my parents. It's a crazy story. I had to live with my parents for a little while when I first started total body training. And I wrote down, I think it was like 10 different goals for pieces of equipment that I wanted and things that I wanted for my company that I didn't have at the time. And I didn't have the income to have for the time. And I read them daily. 
and they were up on a poster board. I wrote them in black and white ink in my parents' house on, you know, right by my desk. And slowly but surely, I got everything on the list. Now, some of those things changed because it turned out I didn't need them, but I hit my goals. And I really believe that part of the reason why is because I reminded myself that that's what I was doing and that I was dedicated to. So this will help you if you review them. Now, I also think it's important to review your reason why. And I talk about this a lot in the Total Body Training Rules for Success. Remembering the reason why or the painful experience uh, is something that I think can be a very useful tool. People want to shy away from things that are ugly or bad experiences, but I think that recognizing uh, or that looking at ugly moments in your life or challenges in your life can actually help you because you can look at them and say, uh-oh, I don't want to, by Christmas time, look at myself and be sad about how I look or be devastated that, you know, my friend, my cousin or whatever has a picture of myself in a group photo where I look fluffy uh, up on her Christmas photos album for 2018 or 2019 or whatever. I don't, I don't want to see that. I want to look at that next time and be like, whoa, I look thinner. And when I show up to Thanksgiving, I want people to say, hey, you know, you're looking better and you're looking more fit. What are you doing? Right? That's ultimately going to help you if you review daily the negative, right? The negative thing you don't want and then review the positive. See, sometimes where people get hung up on, you know, thinking about bad stuff is they'll think about something bad they don't like about themselves, but they won't think about like the solution at the same time. So my recommendation is that you think about the bad thing and think about how to solve it, that you not wallow in it, but you use that negativity and transmute it and flip it around and say, this is the shitty situation that's going on in my life. But that is the exact reason why I need to improve. And this is how I'm going to improve. And I'm going to feel incredible when I do it. That will help you. Or at least that's been the case for me. I'm no therapist, I'm no psychologist, but that has been the case for me. That has helped me and it's helped other people as far as I know. The next thing on here is uh, stick to it. Number three, just plain and simple, stick to the shit that you actually want to get accomplished. Don't just drop, don't drop off on your goals, don't make new goals, don't change your mind. Review your goals daily, review your reasons why, and look at your plan and stick to that plan and you will achieve your goal. If you start changing things, if you start taking breaks here and there, you will not achieve it, right? No matter what, there is no goal that you can achieve if you're constantly changing it and updating it. Um, you will feel so incredibly good the moment that you hit your goal if you stick to it, I promise you. And through that process, you're gonna change as a person because you'll find that other things in your life improve. Your self-discipline, your self-image, your ability to communicate with people, the way that you feel about yourself, your confidence, all these other things are gonna come along when you achieve your fitness goal. It's not just about the way that you look, it's also about the way that you feel and about the way that you think. And it's my opinion and my belief that when you take good care of yourself and when you are disciplined, you feel better about yourself and that has some transformative uh, stuff so I, for lack of a better word some transformative juju that helps improve you as a human being in every aspect of your life all right people thank you so much for tuning in to the total body training podcast until next time peace